0: You can just ask them, and Trent included, right? The five of them, NJ, is out there doing a great job. Now, I sat, I sat with them, or was somewhere with them a week ago, and they're like light years ahead. And they feel it, and it's different, and they're confident. The first day, we went out there for a walkthrough. The communication and the talk. Now, I'm including Justin reading that, because last year was, was all new for him, too. Even though he was a vet, uh, the system was new. And those guys just, from a verbal and uh, being kind of tied into that standpoint, they were just they were just gelling.
1: Yeah, fellas, baby. Uh, I know you see the tan, uh, fresh off the Miami trip. Boy, Mine, yeah. Beautiful.
0: I was just on vacation. I'm glad you remembered. Oh, god! I was in yes. Denver And the in, in the beautiful mountains, Royal Gorge. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, you know, we'll get to Denver here in a second. But um, back to Miami, I was, boy. I'm telling you, little Havana. They treated your boy lovely, uh, South Beach. I mean, I'm no Stephen A, but South Beach was beautiful. <laughs> um, had a good sweat, brewed a good sweat going there, man. Buckets were only twenty five dollars. How about that on the beach? I'm thinking, all right, it's gonna be fifty bucks.
0: Yeah, bucket of That's beer twenty
1: five bucks. That's that actually was... genuinely a good deal. It was a
2: great we, deal. We paid seven hundred dollars for a bottle of Casamigos in Vegas. <laughs> 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 like, what? why what in the world
1: <laughs> like we, we went to circa man we, we did the swim up bar no nah, that's that's it's ridiculous swim. I, i'm serious sir i i just don't know what position of life i could be in like I, I just cannot see it i'm not gonna say it could never happen i just cannot see no matter how successful i got then I'm gonna pull in for seven hundred bucks.
0: No, a, there's no chance. I just don't, I don't like. I don't care how much money I have in the bank. I, would I never just spend that much Money on a bottle just, of a bottle. I'm not gonna guarantee it, especially not one at a place like that where you know you're just gonna get hammered. So it's not like you're you're like drinking for flavor or something.
2: It was split you by thirteen guys. To be fair, like it was it was like thirty bucks a person. Okay,
1: okay, that's better. You yeah. let, but how many drinks did you get out of that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. We split the bottle, <laughs> two God, or three see, probably. See, but see, like I couldn't have done that because because I'm drinking my thirty dollars and somebody and I'm gonna try to drink my sixty dollars <laughs> worth. And somebody's gonna come up short on that on that thing. Wow, well I didn't well, know you was. Swing how like was that. how was your South Beach experience, Ron? It's beautiful, man. It was great, man. I enjoy I enjoyed Miami, man. I really did. I, I'd like to go back again to have some good time and a romantic time with the wife. We enjoyed ourselves, so uh, it's good times, man. No, man. How was Denver, by the way? We're um, trying to trying to get the game, man. Some of the some of the guys we're trying to figure out a road game to go to, and I'm thinking we might hit up Denver. Yeah, haven't been mm-hmm. to Denver in a long time.
0: Yeah, my well, high school. It'll be fun. I was just in I was only in Denver for a night and then I spent the rest of the week in at Royal Gorge which oh, was really awesome. awesome. I had never been there before and it's very cool. Did a lot of cool stuff. Took a train through the mountains, did some rafting, did some hiking, walked across a really high bridge over the gorge. It was terrifying. Lots of fun stuff. Got hammered, you know. Typical camping trip. Lots of cooking.
1: This is a this is an example in our great world and country of two Americas, right there, two Americas. And, and, and we have multiple Americas that listen to this podcast. And there are some people in here saying, oh, my God, sort of leave me some information on exactly where it is that you went so I can replicate that trip. And then there are some who are thinking probably similar to this guy. that
0: He pointed to himself. What, you're what
1: kind of fun was that?
0: It was fantastic. I walked
1: over a tall walked over a bridge that was really high up that was terrifying. Yeah. What in the world? Yeah. Fun? I mean, I'm not going to do Never been to Royal
0: Garden. Gorge? It was crazy. No. It was very <laughs> high up. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> terrifying.
1: It turns out we haven't. <laughs> turns out nothing about that to me sounded appealing. Now
0: I've been to like all corners of the Colorado Mountains now. It was it was a really good trip.
1: Yeah, sounds like it was. Sounds like it was a trip. But, um, hey, man, it's good for you. That is good for you. All right. I, I want to, I, you know, many times I come to you guys uh, in, in search for help. Um, sometimes I'm not proud of my takes or opinions. Um, most of the time I am, but sometimes I, I, I need some help. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I know that this is not how I should be thinking. But the number one story right now is DeAndre Hopkins where is he going to go? Which 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 team, which contender is he potentially going to shift things with? And in my mind, I know I should be thinking about this in a in a format with the Chiefs of, hey, how can this help the Chiefs win? How can this add to this team to to give them a better shot to win the Super Bowl? How can how can this I can't help but to not think of it that way. I keep thinking about it in the form of Patrick Bowles and his legacy. Right now, as much as I want the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl, I think I want him to pass Tom Brady even more than I want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I don't hate Tom Brady. I really don't. Although he is... He is really becoming a little too attractive for my liking with the different <laughs> work he's done and how he's looking. But I don't hate single, Tom Brady. You know. He's single and ready to mingle. Um, but I just want Mahomes to pass him up. I do. Because one big, big reason is, is I could look out there and I can see he is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Right now, the only thing that holds him back is – accomplishments and longevity. I'm sorry. Right now I watch there is no other person in the history of this sport that I would peg to be my quarterback. And I want him to do enough winning to get there, but I know it's not just going to take winning mythically because Tom Brady has been built up to even a higher pedestal than we we than we even talk about. i right, Brandon, you know, I mean hell like we'll act like the same Tom Brady who beat the Falcons and the Seahawks is the same Tom Brady who beat the Rams. Like in our minds, we have, we have, we have done that to ourselves. Right. Patrick Mahomes has been the best player on his team every time he has gotten his team to a Super Bowl and probably will be that way moving forward. And in my mind, I feel like DeAndre Hopkins coming hurts that legacy because i think he needs i don't shake your head at me sir i just think it needs to appear harder for him to get to get more props for him to pass brady like what he did this year i think he's got to win a couple more super bowls with mark with with mvs sometimes leading the way with mvs leading the way the afc championship game with him having to hit marcus kemp for a 13-yard gain <laughs> in the middle of somebody's fourth quarter because nobody else is out there. To me, if he makes Kadarius Toney or Sky Moore a number one receiver, ha. Ha ha. Now, now we start moving past past Tom Brady. I know this sounds crazy. I know I shouldn't be thinking about the DeAndre the Hopkins in that manner, but I feel like it potentially hurts Mahomes' legacy to pass. To pass Brady if he comes. Am what I ma- crazy? H- how did
2: Tom Brady become the GOAT, Ron? H- how did it happen? Like, what-, what did he do specifically that earned him that opportunity? He just kept winning Super Bowls. Exactly. That's the only thing that matters, dude. The only thing that matters. No, and but he
1: did that first, BK. <laughs> yeah. Now now it won't just
2: yeah. be enough. If He I ruined, ruined he Drew
0: promote... Bledsoe's life. Yeah, <laughs>
2: true. Uh, but uh, Imagine... But, but imagine if you win the rings and also are the greatest quarterback to ever play, because like, that's the combination that we're potentially watching with Patrick Mahomes right now. He's already like, if you just watch the football games, we all do it, right? He's a better quarterback than, than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a cold blooded killer. The guy won basically two hands worth of rings. And so like, he's going to get all the credit and deserves all the credit as being the greatest to ever do it. But Patrick Mahomes plays the position better. He just does, man. He's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. And so if you add DeAndre Hopkins to this mix, it makes it easier to win a Super Bowl, And that's how Patrick Mahomes is going to be judged. Ultimately, Mahomes is going to be judged based on how many rings he has at the end of his career. If he gets to six or seven, I think he will be considered right up there with Tom Brady. If he doesn't, then he won't be because that's the way that we do things right, wrong, or indifferent. So I, I think that this is a no brainer. Like if you're the chiefs, And the money, you can figure that part out, and I think that's the real hang-up here. You make it happen, and whether it's like tied to legacy or anything else, there's only positives that can come from this with Patrick Mahomes and DeAndre Hopkins being a part of the Chiefs together this year.
0: It is pretty insane that the dry spell Brady went on where he wasn't winning Super Bowls was when he just had Wes Welker and Randy Moss on the team. (laughs) Like... But that's not held against him, like having those players no, at one point in his career. Be. They didn't win Super Bowls when he had them, and then he won Super Bowls after them, which is even more insane. But I agree with BK. Like, at the end of the day, if the Chiefs sign DeAndre Hopkins, they go win another Super Bowl this year, in 10 years, we're not going to look back on this season and be like, oh, the DeAndre Hopkins season, like... No, like hardly anyone's going to remember he was even on the team probably that year because it's going to be all about how many rings Mahomes has.
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. I Honestly, listen. No one's
0: going to look back and be like, remember that time Mahomes had to go get Hopkins to win a ring? He no, just won a ring with nobody. No, just
1: hear me Remember out.
2: that time when Randy Moss and Wes Walker were on the Patriots? You remember that? They threw for 4,800 yards in 2007 in 50 touchdowns. Ups.
1: Stop looking up stats in the middle of us talking. Okay? I can see it in your eyes. But listen to me. Just let me just let me try this. We we've, we've learned this from Jordan and LeBron. We've learned this like the second person coming has to do superhuman things to the guy that we've established as the goat because we myth we just we just act like certain things didn't happen to the previous guy. We act like Michael Jordan didn't do anything for seven years prior to <laughs> prior to winning a championship. And and some of the things we'll just forget. Like we've completely act like the Washington Wizard years didn't occur when it comes to Michael Jordan. And the thing is, I know he didn't win one with them. That is the thing that helps him. He won seven championships and none of them were with Randy. He did all like he did all of this without Randy. And and now that the guy mm-hmm. is coming through the second wave, the second person. He's got to be so incredibly over the top with his accomplishments, especially, and I don't know why I put an X in especially, but especially <laughs> when we have on record one of them beating the other one in the Super Bowl. Sure. Even though we know how and why that happened, that's not how it's going to be remembered. Mike Rimmers is not going to be remembered getting his ass kicked repeatedly in that game. So I'm just saying it feels like he's going to have to go over and beyond And all I can hear is, oh, oh, LeBron had to go get D-Wade and Bosh. He had to go get AD to win another championship. What are they going to say? His last championship, he had Julian Edelman as his best receiver. And he had to go get D-Hop. And he already had Travis Kelsey. I'm just saying, I wish that all it could be was Mahomes could just total up championships. And we do that. He's got to do above and beyond. Like, I almost feel, I, I mean, I almost feel like he's got to get rid of Kelsey. And then he'd really, get, he'd really, I he'd bet, really get his flowers.
0: I bet if you asked any, like, average NFL fan, like, if Randy Moss and Wes Welker won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, they would say yes. Because yes. they just assumed that they had to have won a Super Bowl with Brady because he's got so many. Wes, I,
1: Wes played in Denver, too. And didn't win one. With, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, Honestly, that's, that's, just, ran the one. that's
0: just bad luck. That's 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 just that's Wes Welker paying for for something there. He got to several. He got to several Super Bowls. Yeah, he just couldn't win one. It's but but I just don't I I don't think when it's all said and done I I don't think any of this is going to be about the players that are around him aside from like kelsey and chris jones and and tyreek early but there's uh, gonna be a, a a window here like in 10 years where young fans are coming up they're not even gonna totally remember tyreek hill and like what he accomplished with the kansas city chiefs i just don't think won't let them pe- people's it. people's attention spans just don't last that long with sports the way they do with us so I just don't think that there's any way that this would somehow be held against him long-term. I will shut this up,
1: BK. But don't you, do you agree? Tom Brady is taking upon the Jordan mythical feel, right? And I, and I think he is. It, it, that's the one to compare it to. The moment it happened, Ron, was the the Atlanta comeback. That
2: was yes. when, okay, the mythology is here. We can now create things out of thin air. Even though like a lot of it's true, some of it is just like, We're adding on and subtracting all of the negatives. like The fact that from 2000 to 2004, Tom Brady was merely a solid caretaker of the offense, that is not discussed because he won three titles, and that's all that matters. And that's what's remembered from that era of the Patriots. And this is not to take away from any of his accomplishments. Again, he's the greatest to ever do it, and he deserves that title right now. But... It is part of his record. He, he was not the same player early on in his career that Patrick Mahomes has been for the Chiefs. Mahomes has been the best player in the NFL. Tom Brady, you could argue early on in his career with the Patriots, was not even the best player on his team. So that's the difference between the way that Mahomes I'm... is going about it and the way that Brady's going about it. I would also add this. Outside of those early years, Brady always had a stud. Always. Whether it was Welker or Moss or Edelman, or Gronk, or Hernandez, or Antonio Brown, or later on when he went to the Bucs and then he suddenly had Godwin in Evans. He always had really good receivers or pass catchers in general, however you want to classify Rob Gronkowski. And Mahomes is going to be the same way, and he should. You shouldn't have to play at some kind of a disadvantage when you're a quarterback. That's part of
1: what makes the they're game just, possible. I just—they're just going to do it. They're, he is going <laughs> to get—he's no, I'm—he's going to get the LeBron thing right he is going to The problem for
2: LeBron though Ron is like he had he had the that Mav series for LeBron
1: that was the moment where it was over No,
2: nobody was ever going to be able and they're going to and
1: they're going to say this second half against the Bengals they're going to they're going to they're going to talk about that day when he took a dump on himself (laughs) in the second half at Arrowhead I'm just saying they're going to twist this stuff around in a way, like they do with, like they do with LeBron, they're mm-hmm. going to. He is going like all of a sudden we're going to pretend like Bill Belichick wasn't walking the sidelines for twenty years as his head coach. But I bet you, oh, he came to Andy. He got to Andy. He had Andy Reid. He had to. He got to like there. People have already started to act like him sitting behind Alex Smith for fifteen games was some sort of advantage that he was able to take on yeah. amongst other people. I'm just telling you.
0: But, but that's what we do. Like I that's know what it, everybody that's, does. Is like, and, oh, see, that's the way to do it. No, that's just the way that it worked with But them. not, but, but not like, the first guy. The first guy,
1: because like I knew Tom Brady was going to be something when they just acted like Joe Montana, who, when I remember, I used to think, all right, he went to four Super Bowls and he was four and oh, and he was a Super Bowl MVPs. And it, but no, his 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 the Atlanta one passed took him past Montana. And I'm just telling you, the mythical thing. He just, I feel like, like Mahomes is going to have to win one with oh. with undrafted players and to, to, to 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 get onto the to Brady X.
0: If they sign DeAndre Hopkins somehow, which I think is a long shot at this point, yes, I would love it. I would feel good about it because I was not interested in trading for him under any circumstance. But signing him is a different story. But if they roll into the season with this group of wide receivers and they don't sign DeAndre Hopkins. I think the Chiefs are totally fine with it. And and I think that they're pretty confident that Mahomes is going to get a lot out of that group. So it would be interesting. I I think it would be really exciting. I also don't think that it changes things much for the Chiefs. They still know that they're a Super Bowl contender. Which makes me so mad.
1: What makes me so mad for you ask the questions? I want to see it so bad, BK. That's the other part is I want to see what Andy and and, and crew and Mahomes do do with a guy like Hopkins playing off of, of Kelsey. I want like I think that would be a lot of fun to see.
2: I I know that there's an age factor into all of this, but given. Kadarius Tony having his second season in the offense. Sky Moore, who I'm guys, I'm falling for it. I am, I'm falling for it again. I'm ready to fall, be hurt. Fall um, hard. Rasheed Rice, MVS to oh, no. year two. I'm in like, there.
1: I'm in the right. Dude,
2: if they add DeAndre Hopkins, am I crazy to think this is the best group of pass catchers, top to bottom, that Mahomes has had, a- a- including the Tyreek years?
1: I, I know say, it sounds
2: weird because, like Tyreek Hill is the best pass catcher. You could argue yeah, that, he's but, had but
1: yeah. But a healthy dead. tenderfoot, a healthy tenderfoot, like when Sammy Watkins
0: was healthy, like would Sammy, you take Sammy Kelsey. or
2: Kadarius? I, I think
0: I would I take Kadarius. I would, would take. I would take the potential of Kadarius. But I, just, I was going to say
1: I haven't seen enough of Kadarius. Yeah, as well, as and that's that one that's, one one that's the issue. You <laughs> like ten catches. That's the <laughs> issue.
0: That's the issue with the whole group, though. But like. <laughs> But if they if they pan out to how we project them to pan out, then I do agree that it's like the deepest group he's ever had, especially if they get Hopkins.
1: Oh, yeah, this is deep. I mean, this is a deep group without him. Like, it, it has a chance. And then you add an him. alpha. Like, you add a future Hall of Fame talent. I mean, it's – God, what are, could you imagine – Like, what do you do in the red zone with 87 and 10? You pray. You pray. What are you do? <laughs> you say we <laughs> lost. Do do? Like, get, Patrick
2: you... Mahomes, Isaiah Pacheco – Travis, Kelsey, Kadarius, like you have to worry about every square inch of grass. Because they might run that stupid ass jet sweep. They might run something for Kelsey. They might run something across well, the middle for Sky. They might. Okay, run something- okay.
1: Let me yeah. let me stop this. Let me stop before we get ourselves good and excited. Because we have, we have this is like this is like going to go look at houses, and we have completely moved ourselves into this bad boy. We've put our furniture. We're in looking this at seven hundred thousand dollar houses that we have no chance to afford. <laughs> yes, put our furniture. I was gonna say that's what I want to throw out to you, BK. I, I, I get you, BK inserted, but I. I'll get you, BK. Here, what? Ha- like, how is it even realistic? Like, what is the like? What is the path to it happening? I mean, it's pretty if, simple if there is one. Like, I-,
2: I think people are making this too complicated. They resign Chris Jones. If they extend Chris Jones, they can make this happen money wise. If they don't resign Chris Jones and extend him, then like it's going to be really hard unless they're willing to pull the lever of the Mahomes contract. Like yeah. that's. That's the way you make it work. It's one of those two things. And I don't think they're doing the Mahomes contract this offseason. They would have done that already if they had planned to. So it, I think the timing has to coincide with Chris Jones getting a contract extension. And if you make that work, you're good. It also requires DeAndre Hopkins to prioritize playing for a contender. Because if, if he's looking for the top dollar, he's not getting that in KC. Like It's just not happening. I think the Chiefs no. have made it very clear at this point they're not paying top dollar for wide receivers. That's why Tyreek Hill is no longer here. It's why, uh, it's why Odell Beckham didn't sign in Kansas City. Chiefs are not paying top dollar for the wide receivers because they believe Patrick Mahomes can elevate those around him, and they've clearly been proven right.
0: And the Chiefs did restructure a little bit of Mahomes' deal. I'd have to check with uh, John or, or Jared, our cap experts here at Arrowhead Pride, but I'm not sure they can move any more of his money around this year. Like, I think that's the only time they could do it. Um, so it, it's really just Chris Jones. Like, it, it's a Chris Jones extension frees up money, and you could probably bring in Hopkins. I just, I, I don't think the money is going to be in the right spot because Hopkins is is one of those players who, like, I think he is still a talented player, but he's probably going to have to take a discount. He was making a ton of money in Arizona. It's just that he's going to look at the $15 million the Ravens decided to give Odell Beckham for whatever reason after sitting out an entire season and say, well, I'm not taking a dollar dollar less than that. Like, I'm better than him at this point in our careers. Why would I take any less than that? And I don't really blame him for that. He should probably command that on the open market. But I don't think the Chiefs are going to give him a one-year $15 million deal. And I also think Hopkins wants something more like a two to three year deal. So I I don't know that I even see it happening, but that's how it could happen.
1: Yeah. I I, I think you look just, just reading the tea leaves. I think you look at the Odell Beckham contract, almost like Deshaun Watson's. I I think there was a weird situation where I think Lamar maybe expressed to the hell he wanted. And this is what I need for me to get into camp and, and they went and just and went and did something they didn't need to do, and it's really ironic because they were one of the teams who really complained like hell about Deshaun Watson just getting getting paid the amount of money he got paid to reset the market uh, at the quarterback position. But I like I I don't know that I don't know if he's going to get that from a contender or an up and coming team. So that's why I think it may that the, the Chiefs, if they want to be in play, may be in play. As we look uh here, Dallas is out. Diana Rossini reported that Dallas is out on this. And she also said that Buffalo is kind of monitoring the situation as opposed to just being completely in on it. So that those are two others that could potentially be out. I think there's a chance that this thing comes back down towards the Chiefs unless. Unless a team like the Houston Texans, which I can't see them coming out and offering something like that or a lower level team like that coming out to offer something like that. So I think the Chiefs potentially will be in play if they it's just if they feel they need to shift things like you just talked about with Chris Jones or Mahomes, if they feel like they need to shift things to make it happen. Yeah, the Mahomes thing, I'm not sure what the exact date is in terms of when he gets his
2: roster bonus. If that's already been paid, they they don't really have flexibility within that contract. I think it might have been third day of the league year. So if that was the case, like, yeah, they they don't have flexibility there. It just comes down to the Chris Jones contract. Um, I I do think there's some teams that have cap space that could be interesting here. Like, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you got to make the call, right? You just took a quarterback number one overall and you have twenty-seven million dollars in cap space. Like you should at least call to find out. Hey, Hop, are, are you trying to get money here? Or are you trying I'm to gonna go see to a team that's a contender here?
1: I'm gonna see if we're on the same page of another team because there's one that I think is probably oh, Chicago, t- Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland sure. just Cleveland just unloaded, They don't have a
2: ton of space though.
1: Well, they just they just got the, they just got eleven million. Yeah, in the, space. Dolph,
0: the Dolphins and Brown. It's as of Friday they'll get some money for uh post June 1st designation. Yeah, so they just, so they'll 10. have a little, 9 little is what ability. They got, they just got 11 million. And I think, I think Miami and Cleveland are, are both interesting teams. I mean, how much the hell out does
1: out Miami need?
0: I mean, come, I mean, I, I think they're that, they're that kind of like, that's what they're spending right now. It's like, they're, they're just the like, new whatever. We'll, we'll just load up on whatever and see if we can, if we can make a run this year. Yeah. I, I think there's
2: going to be some teams that come out of the woodwork here where you're like, Hey, I didn't see that one coming like the Patriots have been reported as being one of the teams that are in conversations Mm -hmm. I I think that the Bears the Panthers there'll be two teams that maybe start making some calls because of the money that they have where they're like hey we've got young quarterbacks let's see if he's interested in coming here and really then it just comes down to like what does he prioritize I know Ron you're down in Houston they've got a bunch of cap space right now as well he's played there before the guy that he didn't get along with isn't there any longer
1: there's reports he met with them this week
2: yeah so i i I think there's going to be other teams that end up involved in this that's just based on kind of reading the tea leaves so i'll be really curious to see what he decides to prioritize here because if he wants to go to a contender the chiefs should be the team but if he just wants his money I, i don't think that there's any chance that it happens
1: in kansas city I would like to I would like to take a take this time to personally thank um, a team in the National Football League. I'd like to take this time to thank the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they really brought me back um, into this. I I don't know if I've had this level of sports hate for a team in a long, long time, especially football. Like I live in sports hate for the Missouri Tigers. That's just on on and popping all the time. But outside of that, like I can't remember. Like the Cincinnati Bengals, I I remember I had come back, I, I had come back in the fray, but then I, you know, I was just I was rooting for the Chiefs, but that emotion, that emotion didn't come back until Mike What's his name? Mike Milton, whatever the hell his name is. Mike Hilton. Hilton. Mike Hilton came through with the bur- burrow head, the burrow head thing. That just sent me over the edge with them. And now I, now I, that fool, uh, that that receiver, what the hell is that idiot's name? Tyler Boyd. He now he comes rolling through with the. Oh, if I had I played, we would have we would have won. We would have beaten the cheese. And I and I and I love them for it. I think of, I, they they gotten that. Emotion, but I really hate the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, there's not, there's not a team, like, there's not a team, and 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 they've they've had times where they've had some really suspect people, you know, Vontez Burfitt those years, but I really hate those guys. Like, I I mean, I want them to lose bad, (laughs) like bad, and I and I cannot wait for the Chiefs to play them. I really hate them. I mean, I sports hate really hate him ron we have artificially
2: tried to create a rivalry for mahomes not you and i but like the national narrative of who's going to be the guy there's got to be somebody that becomes the peyton manning to patrick mahomes the way that manning was that guy for tom brady and so the first like four or five years of his career everybody was like all right well you know, maybe it's going to be Lamar. Maybe it's going to be Deshaun. Maybe it's going to be Andrew Luck. Like we, we created all of these potential scenarios of this is going to be the next guy. It's going to be this guy, this guy. And then eventually it was like, oh, maybe Josh Allen's going to be that guy. We're kind of settling into this Bill's Chiefs thing. And maybe this is going to be what it is. We figured it out. It, it happened organically. It's Burrow versus Mahomes. And it's the Bengals versus the Chiefs, more importantly. And I think that's what's so fun about this. When it was Manning versus Brady, it was really just that. It was those two guys facing each other head-to-head. There was no animosity. It wasn't like Colts and Patriots fans really hated each other in a meaningful way. It wasn't like the teams really hated each other. It was just two of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the league going up against one another, and we all tuned in to watch what the game was going to look like. This is different, man. I'm totally with you. There is something deeper. There is an animosity between these two teams, the likes of which... I can't remember the last time that we've seen this in a non-divisional rivalry. You see it sometimes Chiefs Raiders. You'll see it with Seahawks versus 49ers in the past or Steelers versus Ravens. Like we have examples of this within a division, a non-divisional rivalry that is super competitive where the teams just really dislike each other. I think you have to go back to like the nineties for the last time that I can remember something like that.
1: No, It's, it's crazy. Cause you brought up the quarterbacks and it's like, they're 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 being used as vessels from their teammates to be able to do what it is that they really want to do. Like I don't think Joe and Mahomes have any issues with each other, but everybody uses like Mike Hilton is using like Joe Burrow didn't ask that, and maybe maybe he did, but he didn't ask for them to call it Burrow head. And then and, and then and then Kelsey's coming back. This is Mahomes' house. This is what I mean. They're like they're using those two guys just to get. To get in what they want to get in, it's like it's not even them, and that's the crazy part. Is I like Joe Burrow, like I do. Like I like little McCully Colkin. I, I like I enjoy I enjoy his swagger, his suits, and I enjoy his game. Like he, yeah, he does. Like I'm, I'm not scared to death like BK is, but I, but like I enjoy his game. But them jokers over there, oh, I can't stand them. Oh God, I mean they just got some real. You know they're like the reverse of Duke. They've got you know Duke had white guys with punchable faces. They got a load of black guys over there with some real punchable faces. <laughs> is I don't know is Eli still over there? Damn, I hope Eli I, Apple. Is I don't still know there. that he. Where's he at now?
0: I think can He was uh, on the market.
1: He's, he's so. probably yeah he's probably going. But Eli Apple, he's got a real punchable face. Where's the running back from he's Oklahoma slow. who actually punches women? The running Mixon. back. Yeah,
0: Joe Mixon. He is still on the team. Eli Apple is a free agent right
1: now. Yeah, it, Joe Mixon, he's got a punchable face. Now right? they've got Orlando Brown, which is gonna add to Oh, this. that is that's right. Did, did you see the, the comments
2: about that from Tyler Boyd? Yes. Oh, yes. Tyler Boyd came out and said, One Hey, we, we, we beat Kansas City for Orlando Brown. We took that away from them. We won up to them in the offseason. Like, all right,
1: okay. I like this. He's just happy he doesn't have to go against Troy Hendrickson <laughs> in real life anymore. But I mean, they just they just got Like, for me, it's just so much. I feel like they got a coach who doesn't deserve his job. Maybe I need to back off that a little bit, but... (laughs) I've but been I,
2: saying the same thing for years, man. I've been like, I don't know what this guy does. I don't think he's a good coach, but I, they the keep first, winning. So maybe
1: I'm wrong. I, for the first, this is the first year where I've seen it they're, they're winning
0: in spite of him. I think it's more about Lou Anarumo. The guy, yeah. the <laughs> guy that keep, keeps putting up like top ten defenses, and you can't name a lot of people on that Bengals side. I of just
1: them. cannot stand it. There's
2: going to come a day when Zach Taylor is going to be like, oh, man. So
1: so Green Bay was winning in spite. Of their coach, huh? <laughs> All those years—that was Aaron. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, but it's but 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 to be honest, it's great though. Like it's the it's the game that we look forward to, and, and that's the other thing. Every one of them are tight, yeah. and it's just so weird. It feels like, and I know this is this is a real sucker move as a, as a fan because it, it, you know you can completely look at it a different way. But it has felt like every time the Chiefs have lost to them, that they have they have done themselves in. Like it feels like it feels like they have done themselves in, and not the Bengals. Like, and Joe has made some great plays, but like each and every one of these games, like the entire second half, well, really the ten seconds of the last ten seconds of the second quarter and the second half uh, in the AFC Championship game, weird turnovers like Kelsey as they're closing the game down, an odd turnover that got off to that huge leap the first time. They like It just feels like they, they've given these games away to the Bengals. Just... It, it feels like a college rivalry.
2: It like, does, it, doesn't it? It feels, yeah. feels like, like, remember when Deshaun was at Clemson, and it was, every year was a, a race to see how Alabama and Clemson were going to meet in the national championship game. And it was like, man, these are all instant classics when these two teams meet, because you know that the talent is there on both sides, And, you know, the quarterback play is there on both sides. And obviously with Alabama, you've got an excellent coach as well, which the Chiefs have. And then you've got Dabo, who is, you know, a buffoon, but he's there and he had a lot of talent, which is the equivalent of the Bengals. So (laughs) it it really does kind of feel like it's those two programs, but at the NFL level, and you don't really get that at the NFL level very often. It's rare, man. It's cool.
0: And and these teams just, I I think Burrow too is like, He carries himself differently than Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think like a lot of times, like a lot of the trash talking and stuff that goes on gets placed on Burrow and it's not necessarily him. It's just that Burrow doesn't ever walk any of it back. He's just like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we want to win. Like that's our mentality as a team. Like that's who we are. And I mean, I love Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. You know, I love wide receivers. Like, they're spectacular I, I players. I hate Jamar Chase so much. <laughs> I, I love, that. I love him. The He's amazing. unbelievable. They're
2: great. But God, I hate that bleeping guy, dude. I hate him. Oh.
1: Yeah, they got a guard over there. I hate Max Sharping. I really do. I just get guys over there. I just cannot. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Max Sharping, seventy four. He really pisses me off. <laughs> I really can't stand him. I do. They just got some cats. That's but that's the part though. This this thing has legs because they had the card of the quarterbacks really being involved in the animosity has not been pulled yet. Yeah, and we know both of them have an edge like like you can easily see joe turning or pat turning like we could see like we've seen pat get pissed like pat is pat is not is a i'm literally one away from counting off out on the field how many touchdown passes like pat can pat's got the steph curry a hole in him right and then and and joe and joe so it, it that's where it goes to the next level. See, that was the thing that that Brady and Manning didn't do, and I just don't think. Well, I think Brady had it in him, but I don't think Manning did. These two do, and that that like that's the that that's the part that that to me, this thing teeters. Because as you said, Joe don't ever walk this thing back. Joe ain't never didn't, didn't say no. Hey guys, it's not Head. Let's not do that. <laughs> now nah, he ain't, he sat there in that that loud ass suit. And just kept on going about things. All
2: right, Bur- Bur- We're almost like Kobe to him, where it's like, oh, he does. Yeah, he it's, does. It's, it's a that's confidence a where it like, it almost kind of leaks out sometimes, but it's not. It, it, he's just a, he's a killer on the, on the field the way that Kobe was on the court. So I, I think yeah, that's kind of the compliment. that's
1: good. I was going to say Dame, but yeah, that sure. that that's good. Yeah, he's got a little little something like that where he he somehow talks trash but appears humble at the same yeah. time a little bit. All right, I I do want to close this real quick. Um, what did sort of what did what did Spags say? I wanna I want to listen to what he said. But is he referring to those to those kids as the Fab Five in the secondary? I,
0: I, I don't know if he called them the Fab Five. I don't remember specifically who did it last season. Maybe it was Spaggs. but who's ever doing it? One I of the can't... coaches called him that. Early like OTAs or something last year, and and, and Pete Sweeney ran with it and, and got several articles out of it because it was a, it was a common thing throughout the season as Sounds those guys like were making plays. And so now I think it is. I'd have to ask. I don't remember who who initially called them that. I would but like for that to stop, starters. It's <laughs> it, it's going to continue to happen. And today, Steve Spagnuolo spoke to Chiefs media. And said that they are light years ahead of where they were last season at this point. So okay, I
1: I, I want to discuss this, but who is the Chris Weber of this fab five? Mm. Is it Trent McDuffie? Is it uh, yeah, it's true. Is he Duffy. clearly the all right? Yeah. Well, who's the Jalen Rose? uh that's got to be
0: williams right He'd be you think i mean i would think it'd be jalen Watts. i think it's what he was the better player last year
1: yeah i think i think yeah okay. it's something and then i think juwan howard is clearly cook yes like the, the, the guy that gets no,
0: a little bit forgotten no,
1: where it's like wait no, he was a part of that no i think, I think it's Judge jimmy king good too. i think brian cook's jimmy king oh. i think brian cook's jimmy king kind of flashy a little bit I think I think um, Williams is is Jawan Howard. Okay, I'll get Williams Jawan Howard, and then who's who's Ricky? Jackson, Nazi you know, Johnson, who, who, or, Nazi who Johnson. Dave
0: Tobe yeah. also this week said last season towards the end of the year was one of the best gunners on special teams in football.
2: Congratulations yeah. to Nazi Johnson <laughs> for making the twenty twenty three Chiefs. Congratulations, he's,
0: made
1: it. Yeah. he's Congratulations.
0: a roster lock. Dave says well, that about you this early in the in the offseason program. He is making made. Don't,
1: don't let Dave start talking about those gunners. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But but to that point, he saying they were taking big steps. And like that is crazy because it, it like in my mind, I never thought like, boy, this defense really needs those guys to take major steps for them to to continue to improve. I feel like, to me, if they're just solid, I never think of myself as this defense is so dependent on the secondary. But you also look, I don't know who this Gunner guy is, but you look at the other four, those are guys that really get playing time in the secondary. Like, you generally think that they're all going to take steps after one year in the league. Like, you would think that there is some improvement and that is a part to the rest of the league that is scary is like what kind of steps do these guys take like are they just marginal steps or are they taking like we talking pro bowl level steps somewhere where this defensive secondary is much better than next than than last year it's an interesting thing BK because i've never felt like this this defense needs them to be an elite group so that that's what i find so interesting about
2: it is like we could be in a situation right now, Ron, where we're, we're about to see the Chiefs do something that they haven't done yet with Spags as the defensive coordinator. And what I mean by that is like, we're potentially about to see them play with an elite level cornerback with Trent McDuffie. And I, I don't know that he's for sure going to be that, but there's a chance because last year when he was on the field, it really changed what they could do both schematically and just defensively in general. If you look from week 10 on last year for the Kansas city chiefs, what they did defensively, dude, opposing teams just they could not get anything going through the air. They had a quarterback rating that was in the bottom half of the league. If you look at what they did, passing yardage wise, like it was, it was basically nothing. They were 12th in the NFL and passing yeah. yardage allowed. And that's as a team that I mean, the teams have to pass a lot against them because they're coming from behind. So I think that's what makes it so compelling to me is if you do have this advantage where you've got corners and you've got safeties, the likes of which we haven't seen with Spags, and we know he can create a pass rush, rush basically by his own scheme. Yeah. this An, improve- be- an
1: improvement there to particularly yeah. cross the defensive line. And Young,
2: by the way, these guys are going to build together where, like, for the next three years, they're all going to be kind of cost-controlled. It has a chance to be something that's really special, the likes of which we have not seen under this defensive coordinator. And I, I trust this defensive coordinator to get the best out of them.
0: It's it's not getting nearly as much hype as the wide receiver group. And I understand why, because we've at least got like proof of these guys being on the field and playing and contributing. But like, there's a, a scenario here where maybe they don't take that step forward. But like this early kind of praise from Spags is... I think kind of significant. Like he's always complimentary of his players, but he's not usually like, yeah, this guy's taking this massive step or whatever. Like he doesn't really say things like that, that often. So it's, I I think they were all awesome last season when given opportunities. Like we saw what Jalen Watson did seventh round rookie cornerback, Trent McDuffie. I agree. Like, He at the very least, he's got a chance to really play himself into being like one of the more versatile cornerbacks in the league this year, if he can stay healthy, like his ability to play inside outside last year and and the way that they'll be able to utilize Le'Jarius Sneed because of that is something that I think we're going to see come into play this season. And I really like what Brian Cook is bringing to the table. Like, it's really, really impressive if they rebuilt this entire secondary in one draft class and it could wind up affecting whether or not they try to sign the Sneed long-term. But like, I I understand why there isn't a lot of worry. And I'm optimistic just like a lot of chiefs fans are that like this secondary, if they are going to continue to develop and continue to play like they did last season, like there's reason you should be really confident that this group could be really, really good this
1: year. That's why I just don't understand. Like for me, concern is just, like if they just if they're solid, which I think they've proven they can be, like that to me that's an enough, right? Because I just think now it's scary. It's scary if they're beyond solid. Like it's scary if to what B K just talked about, you got a a lead corner, a shutdown type lead corner. Now it, it, it's scary back there because I think you got to probably probably an improved defensive line. That at least it should be better in in getting pressure, you would think. And then you're gonna tell me like, all right, now you got a top ten level secondary. Okay, all right. Like I just for me, it's just never been a thing, sort of where I felt like that's what they like Uh they needed to do. Like I've never had a concern. Like, boy, this secondary, they could like I I can't. I'd be shocked that they take steps back.
0: And 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 I I agree with you there because we know the offense is like top three like yeah like it's just gonna be a top three offense no matter who they plug and play with Mahomes. it's gonna be up there near the top of the nfl and they've had a ton of success over the last several years just kind of plugging guys into the secondary however they have to and and figuring it out outside of the orlando scandrick year but like every other year they've done a really good job of it so I, i i don't think that they need to be elite but man like if that's secondary if they do take those huge strides and the defensive lines better, like if this defense overall is better, which I think on paper, it's got more depth and it it could be better than last year. Man, it's it's a wrap for the Bengals and, and the bills and all these other optimistic teams in the AFC.
2: That's the thing Ron to me is like, if you add in a good secondary to what we've seen previously from the chiefs, like that was, That was the weakness, right? The weakness was, okay, you you could throw on them a little bit. Previously, like a few years ago, it was the run defense, but they've mostly shored that up in a way where, like, they're not the worst run defense in the history of the NFL anymore. That's really all you have to be. Like, be average, you'll be all right, and they've shored that up. Nick Bolton's been a big part of that. But the secondary has been, at times, kind of the weakness. Like, if you're going up against the Bengals, the Chargers, there's certain teams that can expose them because – they can make those 50-50 balls a little bit more in their favor. And that's what Spags wants to do. He wants to have his corners, like, hey, force him to the boundary, make them make a difficult play. Well, against Shamar Chase or T. Higgins, they're going to make those plays. Mike Williams, who crushes the Chiefs, he's going to make those plays. If you now have corners that are going to go up there and make those contested catches even more difficult, if you're going to be able to play a little more creatively with your coverages and it confuses the quarterback a little bit more often. Like, now we're talking about a defense – that instead of being like second fiddle to the Chiefs offense in a way where it's like, hey, throw away, don't even have to talk about that side of the ball, maybe you are able to have some advantages on that side of the ball. And that's something that I don't think it's talked about enough. Like as much as we talk about the secondary, man, the middle of the field was the problem last year. It was their linebackers in coverage that was a problem. Drew Tranquil was a huge free agent acquisition for them, and it doesn't get any conversation because it's not no, sexy. It's not sexy. But that that dude I think has a real chance to be like a massive addition to what the Chiefs are doing defensively this year. I, I think there's a non zero chance he finishes out snapping Willie Gay for the Chiefs this year. And I, I think that's a storyline that's worth kind of monitoring as we go forward here.
1: Man, damn. I really had some high hopes for Willie Gay. Spags I mean, I was also could... very complimentary, Andrew Tranquil. I think? think I mean I think he could still be effective, but I mean you're talking about them three. Right there with, with Tranquil and, and Willie Gay and, and obviously uh, the big fella in the middle. Like I, I, I mm, yeah this this group this group has a chance to flirt with things if it falls right. But I think it's I think it's just you have a a spot where all three levels are just solid, at least solid with the ability to maybe take strides forward. Mm-hmm. Right, right, all right. Uh, Fun times, fun times as we get closer, baby. As we get closer uh, to this uh, to this season start. Oh, I can't wait! God, I hate the Bengals. I really do. <laughs> we are out.